Wise man once said, same old stuff, different day. You are Locked on Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Tigers. I'm, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Today is Wednesday, June 15th, 2022. Thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every single day, wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Our numbers on YouTube continue to uh, to grow and get pretty, pretty damn solid. So uh, thank you all. Okay, the Detroit Tigers dropped this one. 5-1 to one at the hands of the Chicago White Sox in Comerica Park uh, on Tuesday night. And, um, yeah, it, you know, not, not, not a whole lot of new stuff, to be honest with you. It just, it, it's like bashing your head against a wall over and over and over and over again. Maybe even one more over in there, to be honest with you. It's very tiring, very exhausting. It's very uh, frustrating. Um, At some point, it's borderline embarrassing. It's not great. It's not great. And uh, I I, I don't speak for just myself. I I think that those emotions are all what the entire fan base is feeling. And I also think that uh, it's mid-June. So I think that Quite a lot of the players and coaching staff are, are are feeling those same emotions as well. But you you just scored one run, and you know, I I hate to beat a dead horse, I I really don't want to, but you had ten base runners and you scored one run. How many extra base hits did you have in this one? Say it out loud. One. You had 10 base runners. One of them was an extra base hit. One. One. It's remarkable. I, 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 there, I don't understand it. I don't get it. It is June 14th. Austin Meadows had, I'm pretty sure Woodward Tigers put it out. Uh, I'm pretty sure they were the first ones to put it out. Austin Meadows had had like 15 home runs by June 13th last season. He has zero. I know we had his thing with vertigo and everything. Still has played a, a, a solid amount. He has zero home runs. Javi Baez has what, four or five? Jamie Candelario, five. We have no slugging on this team. No one can drive the baseball. I, I I mean, unironically, your two best hitters in this game were Victor Reyes and Harold Castro. They went six for nine. That's pretty nice, I would say, right? They went six for nine and had the only extra base hit. Also... Just in a vacuum, forget the extra base hit stuff, right? Forget all that. 
just on on a sheer those two versus everybody else, Victor Reyes and Harold Castro have six hits. We already said you had ten base runners. You had nine hits. They had six. Uh, the rest of the team outside of Harold and Victor had three hits. The other seven hitters had four total base runners. Right, reached base four times. Our three through nine hitters reached base four times. Harold and Victor reached base six times. You scored one run. One. Double plays. Uh, Some of the worst at-bats you will see with runners in scoring position outside of Austin Meadows. Austin Meadows, I, he's pretty much a, like a guaranteed walk, honestly, with runners in scoring position, which I will take, but, you know, I, I'd, I'd like the ball to be driven, but, I, you know, I'm not going to blame a dude for for not swinging at, at balls out of the strike zone, right? There's nothing he can really do about that. But he's also being protected by Javi Baez, who up to this point in the season uh, has been pretty putrid at the plate. And, you know, it's it's the last three or four games he's been laying off ever since Saturday. He's been laying off the slider low and away a lot more. Swung through a fastball right down the middle in this one with bases loaded and a full count on him. Uh, swung through a couple of sliders that were in the zone. It's just nothing's clicking. Robbie Grossman. 2020 season last year. Zero homers. I I, I mean, let, how about this? Let's just, in this lineup tonight, how many, not even how many home runs do we have total, which I guess we can do. How many players in this lineup tonight have even hit a home run? Right? Harold obviously has uh, Willie, Willie, Last night, right? Nice shot. Um, Austin Meadows, your cleanup hitter, has zero home runs. Your eight and nine have zero home runs. Cody Clemens, no homers. Tucker Barnhart has played, you know, been your your catcher one, your one C, as we like to say in hockey. He doesn't have any. Robbie Grossman doesn't have any. It's like half your lineup doesn't even have a home run registered on the season, dog. Like what? So yeah, there you go. There you go. Harold Castro's like tied for lead in home runs still, I'm pretty sure. If not, I think he's one off if if he's not tied for the lead still. It's just, I I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I don't know how to fix it. Everybody's calling for cool ball's head. Uh, I, I understand, right? Somebody has to be the, the lamb. Somebody has to, 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 you know, be the, be, be the sacrifice, but I'll be honest with you. I, I'm not really sure how much, uh, firing a hitting coach is, is going to change this. And like I said, at some point it gets bad enough where you just like something has to change. So you just kind of have to do it. 
and I'm I'm not like defending like oh we need to keep Scott Coolball at all costs. I'm I'm, I'm not that. But like I, I guess I'm I'm more of just like I don't really care. Like I I don't think I don't think Scott Coolball is the reason that this team just forgot how to hit anything more than a than a single. I I, I don't know. So if you got to fire him, if that's the move, then like do it. I'll, I'll welcome it because again, something has to change clearly. But it's 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 just unbelievable. I I watched this game with my dad, and he looked at me at one point in like the sixth inning, I want to say sixth or seventh inning. And my dad, my dad has seen. I, I don't want to just come out here and just say how old my my father is uh but I, i'll say he has he has a memory of two tigers world series okay like he he was old enough to 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 remember remember and watch both tigers world series all right and he looked at me and said i've never seen anything like this watched games with me in 03 obviously 2019 was just a few years ago Looked at me and said, I've, I've never seen anything like this offensively from a Tigers team in my entire life. And I was like, he was brought up the 70s, right? The early 70s, kind of when that late 60s core started dying down and the Tigers started struggling there until the, the 84 core came up. He was like, there's nothing there. Nothing in the 90s was this bad. Nothing in the early 2000s. He, he was on one. And whether you completely agree with that or not, uh, the fact that you know, there's a pretty solid chance he's right is remarkable after the biggest off season we've had in over half a decade and uh, calling up one of the top six, five prospects in all of baseball and another one on the way. Where is he, by the way? I think he went over last night. Uh, people are like, oh, I don't care. I don't care. I don't. He, this isn't a, this isn't a, oh, well, we need to make sure he hit well in AAA last year. He hit well everywhere he hit last year and the year before that. Like the only thing you're doing is just making sure his timing is back and then you can send him back up. But the timing difference between AAA and the majors is like arguably some of the biggest it's been in, in a very long time. So uh, I don't know. Uh, this, this is just, it's remarkable. I, I, you know what, if, if I have seen something like this before, I'm having a hard time remembering it. I'll put it that way. It's unreal. You had a competitive first inning, which is a reoccurring theme as well. They put up relatively competitive first innings and then just the rest of the game get dominated. And that, that's what this was again. Nobody can drive the ball. Really uncompetitive at-bats from seven of the nine hitters. A lot of strikeouts. Like, I mean, really, after the first inning and Sands, Victor, and Harold, it was really rough up there at the dish. There was no confidence anyone was doing anything. Unreal. Look at the run totals. Look at the run totals. How many runs the team scored in 2003 and 2019? 
then look at how many runs we've scored so far this year. Do the math and, and, and figure out what we're on pace for. Do that for fun. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to be the one to bring it up, but do that uh, on your Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday morning, whenever you're listening to this. Have a little fun. Do that. I I, I promise you'll be you'll be just thrilled. Okay. We're going to get into the rest of this game because there was a lot more than just uh, no offense. It was uh, There's more to talk about. So let's get into it. First, though, i got to tell you all about our friends over at BlueNile.com. There's two parts to Blue Nile, the wedding jewelry and the everyday fine jewelry. And, and Blue Nile does phenomenal with both. So whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping. At BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring and make it truly one of a kind. If you're looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7, available via phone, chat. They can help you. Find your memorable gift at every budget. So make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Tigers listeners are getting $50 off of purchases, $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. So use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured, and ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. So you can shop completely stress-free and find your forever peace at BlueNile.com today. All right, everybody, we are back here. Segment two at Locked on Tigers. Thanks for making Locked on Tigers your first listen every single day. Uh, we're free and available wherever you get your podcast. That is including the YouTube. Uh, check out the ultimate NBA mock draft on June 16th with over 50 insiders. Nothing equals the ultimate NBA mock draft. The Locked on NBA big board draft experts plus the Odyssey listeners. First pick is June 16th. Search the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and follow so you don't miss a pick. It's super, super fun. to do a great job. Okay. Let's talk about the rest of this game, shall we? Uh, this game was started by Drew Hutchinson. Uh, I'm not really sure. If you're at home and you're watching this game and you're upset about Drew Hutchinson, I don't know what to tell you. He was so far from the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, ninth, twelfth reason that we lost this game. Like, I don't know how you could expect any more. There, there's some people on 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 social media that that are wild and man, and and it's just. I, I know we're all frustrated. I, I get it. You you have to look at at my frustration every single day and hear it. I, I feel you. I, I really do feel you. But but Drew Hutchinson is not the person to just like go after in this one. Four innings, five hits, two runs, two walks, and a strikeout. I I don't know what else you were expecting. We have seventy three people on the IL. We have we we have people that that are healthy physically, and and, and taking time off like we. Drew Hutchinson, uh, unless you want Elvin again, 
which no, the fan base clearly doesn't because they they went after that kid's entire life, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, went after him in a big way after his last two starts, giving up eight and 10 or whatever, 18 runs in his last two outings or whatever. So you don't want that. I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, was it a masterclass performance? No, but he did the job. Four innings, two runs. He kept you in the game. He pitched four innings, and you were within a run when he got pulled. Can't ask for too much more than that out of Drew. So, um, I, I I don't even know what to say. Like, nicely done, I guess. Sure. Nicely done, Drew Hutchinson. Threw a lot of the, excuse me, threw a lot of the slider, which I thought was, was cool to see. I was a, kind of afraid that it was going to be a fastball-heavy thing in the White Sox for as many issues as they've had this year, uh, still have some dudes that can crank a fastball. So I was happy to see him throw the slider more than any other pitch. Um, the average exit velocity wasn't that bad. He kept the ball on the ground for the most part. I, I Far bigger problems on this team than Drew Hutchinson getting a spot start and only giving up two runs in it. Far bigger. Willie Peralta then came in the relief. Uh, that's two outings in a row that Willie Peralta hasn't looked very good. And that's kind of a cause for concern considering uh, like a week ago, he had an ERA of like one and um, was the guy first out of the pen guy. If a starter went, uh, you know, what got knocked out early or we had to have a bullpen day. He was one of the first out of the pen for it uh, Has eaten quite a lot of innings in, in that role. Uh, and that's two outings in a row that he hasn't looked very sharp. I this, the, Not throwing the splitter very much. That's kind of weird to me. That was the bread and butter pitch last year, but an effective pitch uh, th- at the beginning part of this year too and just didn't really go to it very often. But uh, it's not even like he got hit around the yard. It's just the command wasn't that great. Um, it, it, you know, it's not like he – hit around the yard that that's not exactly what I meant it's not like he was giving up a ton of hard contact I guess is what I'm trying to say but I mean I the command just wasn't there location wasn't there it didn't walk anybody but was missing in the strike zone a lot so there you go Willie Peralta not not the best performance from him but also not really like the top of of the, the issues with this team at the moment Still has a two ERA on the year, a two oh five ERA on the year. Tyler Alexander, uh, his first outing back from the injured list. I really liked again that he threw his slider more than any other pitch. That seems to be a reoccurring theme with a lot of these guys. Uh, and the slider was a incredibly effective pitch, and he threw it more than any other one. It's just that all the other pitches that weren't the slider, actually, that's not even true. The slider and the changeup were both really effective. His fastball was not effective at all. No one was fooled by the fastball. Uh, this is actually kind of remarkable. He threw it 10 times, and it got hit 8 of the 10 times. 5 of the 10 times it was put in play. 3 then fouled off, right? 0 called strikes, 0 whiffs on a, on a pitch. And was getting hit, you know, one ball left to bat at like 107 miles an hour. Like, I mean, just fooled literally nobody. Um, so that that's obviously a problem 
four seam fastball, pretty important pitch at the major league level. So something to, to, to work on, but it's his first outing back. Uh, hopefully, you know, that that's just something that comes back with the territory. But for now, um, what was not great on Tuesday night, gave up a lot of hits, gave up a lot of hits. And, and you know, the most ridiculous part, then Will Vest, he, his command was not good again, that that's two or three outings in a row for him. And then Gregory Soto, I thought looked fine. He gave up one hit, uh, that, that was whatever, not even like that, that hard hit. I don't think he actually got barreled once the entire outing. He had, you know, did Gregory Soto things. He was fine. His ERA is now sub two on the year. The, the most remarkable thing about this outing, uh, about this this entire game, was the inability to get the third out. I'm, I'm not sure I could tell you the last time that I, I saw something like that. Where Drew Hutchinson, nobody on, two outs, and a one-two count. You are a strike away from a one-two-three inning. You are a strike. You're a ground ball away from a one-two-three inning. All you have to do is either not give up a solo homer, or just don't let like the next three dudes hit singles. And sure enough, like that's what happened pretty much. Yeah, one of them was a a single that was stretched into a double because we can't tag anyone either. And it, it, I've never seen anything like it. And I keep saying that over and over. But this team is full of that this year. If the last 48 hours isn't isn't enough to, to prove that to you, here we are. Unreal. I, it's just continues every single day. I'm blown away by something. And today it was all, it wasn't even like, oh, like the leadoff runner would get on. And then we'd get the next two out, but this dude would steal and find his way to second. And then they'd score. It was consistently, multiple times in a game, two outs, no one on. And you're giving up runs because the next three hitters are getting on base, not even because of any long balls or home runs. All right. We're going to wrap up. The show, but first I got to tell y'all about our friends over at Athletic Greens. This is a product that I use literally every day. I started taking it because they sent products to uh, all the hosts and, and I got to try it out. And I was like, oh, I've never done this before. And on top of that, I, I you know, it's never something that really appealed to me. But I just figured, you know what, I, I'm going to be trying to, 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 to sell this product to the good people that listen to this show. So why not try it out for myself? And uh, I, I've reordered it every time since. This is genuinely something that I'm actually passionate about. Uh, if I wasn't doing this anymore, if I wasn't hosting this show anymore, um, which hopefully is no time soon, but I, I would still be, right? I, I would still be advocating for this. I tell all my friends about this, even the ones that don't care about sports and don't listen to my show. This is something that that I am very passionate about. I've got my family on it. It, it's, it truly is an incredible product. It's lifestyle friendly. Kaleo, paleo, kaleo, keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. Uh, it, it accommodates all of that. Contains less, less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals. 
Uh, it, it's just green powder that you mix with like 10 ounces of water every morning, right? When you get up before you eat breakfast and it changes your life for real. It really does. And you immediately notice something different than, uh, w- with your gut health, with your digestive health, just how you feel throughout the day. It, it truly is amazing. Uh, and it's also cheaper than your cold brew, like coffee every morning habit. So Go get Athletic Greens. They'll hook you up. And to make it even easier, they're going to give you free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs of your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. That's athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Also got to tell you guys about our friends over at Bet Online. BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting stats, sports info. Let's find all the latest developments, news, odds, including this year's basketball championship, uh, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and, of course, the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about the trends and the action. BetOnline is where the game is starts all right everybody welcome back here to segment three uh let's i don't i don't know what do you what do you want to talk about what do you want to talk about i'm serious what does everyone want to talk about for segment three we can talk about uh the rest of the bullpen we kind of already covered all the, all the pitching we covered all, all all the offense uh we we covered the cool ball thing um Erod John Heyman made public the Erod situation, so I'm not going to talk about it on here because uh, the Tigers haven't made a statement on it. So I'm not going to make a statement on it. But John Heyman uh, of, of uh, the New York Post, I believe, uh, d- released the the reasoning for Erod's absence. Uh, he is physically okay, which is great news, and uh, yeah, definitely a personal matter for sure. That that was an ap- accurate description. So. Uh, wishing nothing but the best for him, and hopefully he can rejoin the team soon. And and if you want to know more details, go check out what John Heyman wrote. Um, that's, I I mean, no no other roster moves. We're still waiting on Riley Green. Like I said, I'm pretty sure um, he went over uh, last night. I believe when I started the recording, he was over three. So if that held, then then he would have gone over. Um, I, I'm still ready. I my my belief is he's the best center fielder in the organization. To me, if you're the best at your position in the organization, you should be playing at the major league level if your team's trying to win games. So, uh th- there you go. And, and I know, you know, you, you don't want to rush people, etc. He crushed minor league ball last year. He crushed triple A ball last year. Uh he had a, an on-base streak uh, until I, I believe two nights ago maybe. Had an on-base streak going down in AAA. Waiting on a power stroke a little bit. But guess what? So is everyone at the major league level. So he'd fit right in. Made a great play in center. I'm just ready. Uh, I'm I'm ready for it. Uh, I'm not really sure what... Like, you're going to call him up this year. You're going to. So the difference between calling him up in June and calling him up in August or September makes no difference to his service clock. That's less than one year regardless. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm just ready to see him up here. 
Uh, maybe that's just the the fan in me that is like, hey, give me something to to watch and, and cheer for at this point in the season. But uh, I mean, this is it, it's becoming. It's not even becoming it. It is unbelievable. And that's the word. It, it is unbelievable. If you would have told me all of this that has happened this season, the injuries, the, the, the off the field, the on the field, the performance, the numbers for all these dudes on opening day and told me on June 13th, June 14th, that these, this would be the exact situation. I straight up would not have believed you. Everything that could possibly have gone wrong for the Detroit Tigers this year has pretty much gone wrong. And here we are on June 14th, uh, well over 10 games under 500 and an offense that's on pace to be one of the worst offenses we've seen in a very long time. And one of the worst offenses in the history of, of the Detroit Tigers, who have been around for 118 years? 100, no, 100 and, 120? Is this 120? 121? 1901-1902, somewhere around there. So, sorry, math is hard for me. There you go. There you go. We're all just waiting. And, you know, I, I was, you know, a lot of people gave me heat because I was one of the preach patience people early in the season in April, all the way through like beginning and then middle of May. Now we are in the middle of June. I I, I don't know. All-star voting is open, which is hilarious because they're like, oh, are you going to vote for a tiger? Outside of school, like who? Dog. Oh, we don't have to play this game. Unreal. So there you go. Thanks for making Lockdown Tigers your first listen every day. And I'll make your second listen to Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and his unique perspective on every MLB team. The biggest stories from around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast, just like us. Um, okay, there you go. To recap really quickly, whole show in 30 seconds. The offense continues to not be able to hit any extra base hits. And, and everybody, you know, we talked about it yesterday. We literally talked about it yesterday when they scored five runs and people were like, oh, like, who, and, and what did we say? What did we say here? It kind of didn't really look that much different. They just hit even more singles than they usually did. And here we are a day later. I just want some winning. I just want some scoring. Golly. Let's not get swept. That's been the mindset of pretty much the last week and a half anyway. Let's not get swept. I'll catch you all tomorrow. Peace and love. Going to therapy's dope, and I'll catch you all then, baby. Go Tigers.